हेलो एवरीवन एंड वेलकम टू अवंतिका डिजाइनरिंग सीरीज और एडीएस एस वी लाइक टू कॉल इट एवरी वीक ऑन वेडनेसडे वी फीचर डिजाइन एंड टेक्नोलॉजी लीडर्स हु शेयर द प्रोफेशनल जर्नी दर थॉट्स ऑन द डोमेन ऑफ वर्क एंड डिजाइनरिंग वेयर द वर्ल्ड ऑफ डिजाइन एंड इंजीनियरिंग मीट मेक श्योर यू फॉलोअर्स ऑन सोशल मीडिया इंस्टाग्राम लिंकड इन फेसबुक एंड ट्विटर एंड विद दैट लेट्स कंटिन्यू विद योर शो Modern consumers are skillful digital users that consider brand practices as an influential factor in decision making that makes the digital experience a vital part of the overall consumer journey but creating a digital brand experience is a shifting challenge as technologies and user experience standards change it becomes more complicated to create an impactful brand experience but what are the key elements that govern brand experience and how can designers ensure a consistent brand experience across all channels of communications to seek answers to such questions in this episode we interact with jose barrera head of brand design geo he recently launched the geo brand lab where his team is developing the platform for geo's biggest brands and that's why on our journey of discovering designering we talked to him about branding digital life hello jose welcome to avantika designering podcast series it's an honor to host you on our show today thank you so much for making time for doing this conversation hi rohit thank you uh, for inviting me i'm i'm very happy to be here so as our first question jose thinking outside the box has never been so important in fact there's no way to grow and stand out by doing things on the same old path as everyone else we need to go beyond and provide a truly exceptional experience the question that i have for you is how can we think beyond convention and cultivate the ability to look at things differently from how we typically look at them Well Rohit um it's a great question of course i think that you have to start with the basics you know a good education and i'm not talking only about the one that you get at school but also the curated knowledge and experiences we acquire through our lives we we are pushing our youth to be entrepreneurs to be innovative to break away from conventions and sometimes we push them too soon and too hard you know so they start running while their legs are still weak or at least they are not strong enough so i believe that the road to success is a marathon not a sprint and so more often than not they will burn too fast or find hurdles that they are not prepared to deal with and they will become really frustrated they will feel powerless and many of them are going to quit so before thinking outside the box i believe that you have to learn all you can about the box you have to master the box decide what you want to do and what you can do with the box before breaking away from the path you have to walk the path because rohit we we the designers we are not artists 
we do not know, we do not work on inspiration or intuition, you know, alone, at least. The sky is not going to open for us, but we need to build rockets and reach to it. As designers, we use science to build brands and products. And for that, we walk not on paths, but on highways. Highways that were built long before us by pioneers and explorers that set the foundations of modern design. So you want to think beyond convention? Learn from Leonardo da Vinci, Massimo Vignelli, Paul Rand, Dieter Rams. Don't go and jump straight into trends without mastering the theory or else you will not be able to discern the truth from the froth. You know, we have to curate our knowledge, our sources. We have to be skeptic about what we read as designers. Instagram, for example, is full of so-called UI experts these days. Just have a look into, into the newsfeed of every designer, you know. There's a lot of these UI gurus and more every day. And I'm not saying that all of them are bad. They are indeed some good ones out there with good pointers that can be useful, but they are bundled with a lot of rubbish and misinformation, Rohit. And because most of these guys are just repeating and replicating information without questioning it, it sounds like a parrot in a mindless cacophony. There's very little value in this information. So how can we distill this information and find useful knowledge? Well, most of it is already there, as I just said. You have to get your hands on it and read design theory. You have to look into the past. You have to learn the foundations. You have to get some strong design legs first. And then, just then, you can run as fast as you want. So that's, that's what I believe. Wow, this was my ice-breaking question, and I'm already curious and excited for our conversation ahead. That's such a wise and um, great advice for any young designer, and I'm sure it couldn't have been better. So, Jose, you have an experience of more than two decades in the design industry, from your first big job at Axtel to your dream job at Geo. We're excited to hear about your entire professional journey run us through the last two decades well i want to propose something to you rohit i will i think if anyone wants to to know my detailed resume you know point by point i think they can just go and watch my linkedin page and and i think that's very clear but i i would like to talk about my journey in a different way if you allow me uh and and, and you tell me what you think i want i think personally that my journey in retrospective, when I think about it, is, is not one that I think anyone should follow, to be very honest. Because you see, I am an introvert by nature. I am not a people person. In fact, I am still the guy who walks in the canteen at lunch wearing headphones to avoid conversation. And at least here in India, that's something that you don't see. You know, people people are, are willing to connect. People want to talk. People want to discuss at any point of the day, which is fantastic. And, and I do this not because I am rude, but because I like to eat alone and think and recharge. That's the, that's the moment when I recharge my, my, my thinking and process my ideas. So generally speaking, I am terrible at networking. And most of my professional life, I was a loner. I was a loner when I was working in Anahuac University. I was a loner when I was working four years at the government of Mexico City. I was a loner when I was on Terra, when, which was the first internet service provider in Mexico, a truly pioneer. I was a loner along all these years. You know, I consciously avoided 
working at big agencies, never applied at one of those. And I spent my days working behind closed doors. That was my best moment when I was more creative. Thankfully, during that time, I was also blessed to work with great people from all backgrounds. People that, unlike me, they love to work and share and engage with others. So I was able to learn a lot from many disciplines. Then I found myself one day in my 30s. Yes, right now I'm 46 years old. And, and when, I, when I was in my 30s, early 30s, I, th I thought, okay, I am married to the most wonderful woman in the world right now. I'm living in one of the most interesting cities in the world, Mexico City. And I had a fantastic job back then. Good pay and, and good challenge, etc. But, but you know, I had this unbearable sensation of being utterly and completely irrelevant. I started looking for a change immediately without really knowing what I was looking for. So one day I went to a job interview with a recruiter. She was looking for a creative director for a global brand consultancy that was about to open an office in, in Mexico City, where I lived back then. And when everything related to design, to design happens in Mexico, mostly. So both she and I, we both knew that I was not qualified for the position. You know? But for some reason, she still agreed to meet me. And by the end of the interview, after saying what was obvious, that I was not a good fit for the job, she told me, you know, Jose, you have to stop what you are doing right now. You have to start over. Stop this lone wolf, self-made man nonsense and, and go and look for a great team, a great agency, a big one, a team that it's at the top of the game. And once you find it, do anything you have to do to become part of it. And so I did. I was so desperate. You know, I felt so bad. I felt so empty. And even after, after working in, in many amazing companies with many wonderful teams, I, I still felt empty. So I went and I found this, this great team that I wanted to be part of it. I studied everything about them. I studied their history, their vision, their clients, who were the decision makers inside that company. I stalked them online, obviously. I learned everything I could about their trajectories. I consumed every piece of information available and then applied for whatever open position that team had in the particular moment. I knew that I was not fully prepared to be part of that big agency because I did not have experience on, the, on, on an agency. I, I was mostly, uh, I, as I told you, I was mostly working on client side or working on my own as a freelancer in Synaptic. And, and, and I had a, this particular resistance to be part of, of this big agency. So everything in my resume told me they are not going to take you, you know, but I went there and, and, and they had an open position. So I applied and well, it took many months and many painful presentations, but I got in. And that is how I became a senior designer at Interbrand. Now, here comes the best part, Rohit. You know how Malcolm Gladwell heals the myth of the self-made man, stating that once your skills reach certain threshold, your abilities are not going to help you. And then success becomes just a matter of luck, rare opportunities, and external factors. Well, it happened that weeks after I started working in Interbrand, a new creative director was appointed. 
and it was not that the previous one was was bad it was a it was a very nice woman that who actually hired me you know she's the one who picked me up from the bunch and hired me uh but but she was on her way out i didn't knew that so just weeks after coming here the woman who recruited me was out and a new guy was in and this was a new, this was a spanish guy who was a rising star in interbrands madrid office one of the biggest and most powerful offices that moment in the world so with him at the driver's seat we went we learned and we created what will be known as the golden years of interbrand mexico you know the clients we we had on those years the the awards we won on those years the kind of output we did on those years was something that defined the 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 the, the target of what we all went to do now from that team very few people remains of interbrand mexico most of us flew from from there you know and 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 some went to the us some stayed in mexico but in in a different place and others went to, back to spain etc but the idea is that what i learned and i did during those few years with that team set the tone of what i will become in my professional life in the future and it prepared me for what will become the most difficult and rewarding challenge in my life which was geo and you know the funniest part of all is that the person who gave me the opportunity to be part of Geo was the boss of that uh, headhunter, which told me you have to change what you are doing. She was no longer part of the company, but my data was with the headhunter and he knew me and he was following me and he saw my development during these two years. So what I did in the previous 10 years of my professional career, really, it just was just like school. What really happened is what started after I become part of a team. So I think that this, I, I hope that you like this approach that I gave to my journey instead of just reciting all the pointers. Hey, did you know Geo is not just a telecom network. It is an entire ecosystem that allows Indians to live the digital life to the fullest. This ecosystem consists of powerful broadband network, useful applications, best-in-class services, and smart devices distributed to every doorstep in India. Absolutely, Jose. I think this is a very interesting, innovative way of sharing things that you've been through in your journey and what makes you where you are. I, I, I think it was um, extremely uh, amazing. And while you were talking about it, uh, you know, I wanted to ask my next question on this, that you have built so many successful brands that have won many awards. One of them is the redesign project of the 125-year-old Topo Chico brand. Today, it is one of the fastest growing brands in sparkling water category, becoming a cult brand in Mexico and the US. Can you tell us about the process, strategy and challenges that you faced while redesigning this brand? Sure, of course. I love to talk about Topo Chico, to be very honest. You see, Topo Chico was my last job on agency side before coming to Geo. And maybe it's the one I love the most. 
you know, it's 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 very close to my heart, this brand. Massimo Vignelli once said that creativity needs the support of knowledge to be able to perform at its best. And so it happened that growing up in the north of Mexico, remember, right, at, at that moment, Interbrand is in the capital, in Mexico City. But I grew up in the north of Mexico. So I knew this brand very well, not only as a designer, but as a consumer too, because this was a brand that was quite famous in the north, but completely unknown in the rest of the country, especially in Mexico City, where the market was dominated by Pepsi and CL brands. You know, so Coca-Colas and Pepsi uh, water brands and other regional smaller brands that were historically strong there. So because I knew the brand so well, I was made the design lead for this project, which was probably the best thing that happened to me in that era of my life, let's say, that, that stage. And the chemistry with the client was also great because we, we both grew in the same parts. You know, we were both from the north. That Mexico, in that sense, is very similar to India. There are many Mexicos, you know, there are, it's one country with one dream and one, one, one vision of what we want to do. But if you go to the north of the, of Mexico, the costumes and the, and the, and the people and, and, and the language changes completely of what you will find in the south. So the, 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 to create rapport before, between someone from the south and someone from the north, it's much more difficult than if you grew up with them, you know, eating the same, consuming the same uh, uh, content and, and, and college and, and brands. So the rapport with the client was truly fantastic. What I did is, well, let me also clarify what Topo Chico means. You know, Topo Chico is a, it's a, it was a regional brand of, of sparkling water, sparkling mineral water. And it's called Topo Chico because the, the, the spring of this water, the, the water spring, it's on the top of a mountain that has the look, that has the form of a mole, you know, but it's not a big mountain. It's a small mountain and it, ha it looks like a small mole. And it, that's what Topo Chico means. Topo is mole in English and Chico is a small in English. So it's a small mole. That's a, that's a traduction of, the, of this brand. So what I did is I completely dissected this brand. I interview current and past stakeholders from the CEO of the parent company to the oldest employee of the bottling plant. I hopped into delivery trucks, spent days in the stores talking with people, both consumers and non-consumers, and I learned everything about the processes, the extraction, the gasification, the bottling, the labeling. I analyzed and I cataloged thousands of archived marketing materials. Remember, this is a brand that was founded in 1895. So many of the materials I was looking were actually treasures from 19th century. And, and I did this for six months, six months, which is in terms of for us designers, it's, it's paradise in terms of timelines. You know, today I work with briefs that need to be solved in terms of days, sometimes of hours. So back then having proper timelines helped me a lot to, to obtain a, a satis more than satisfactory results and create a very successful brand. So, after six months working this, I can safely tell you, Rohit, that there was no one, absolutely no one on the client side that knew this brand as, I, as well as I did, you know. And this was 
a big differentiator. I helped them find the true story behind the famous brand seal, which has become lost after many decades of changes in the marketing leadership. And armed with this knowledge and with the trust of the client, I went into the war room and I started unearthing the true identity of Topo Chico. This project commercially and for the awards and things like that has been labeled as a redesign. And in general terms of what we do as the brand designers, it was a redesign, but what it really was for me was a rediscovery of the brand. This, we, we, we did what I called a brand archeology span process. So we woke up the true character of the brand that was already there, but, but was uh, below decades of rust and dust and makeup that were added uh, across by many marketing teams across many decades, you know, from the thirties, the forties, the fifties, the sixties, Marketing teams were changing, trends were changing, and they, instead of, of taking these fantastic equities of the brands and taking them with them through the journey, they were just bearing them, bearing them on, on trends and, and, and very tactical designs. And, and this was holding back this century-old brand. The brand looked like it was 10 years old or 15 years old, when in reality, it was a 125 years old. Now it's 130-year-old brand. So, of course, I was very careful of not teach the, away the, the brand's most powerful visual equities, the logo, the seal, the color palette, but I did redesign all of them to embrace their legacy. I left the bottle untouched, not because it was very differentiating, but because changing the bottle would bring enormous expenses to the company because they will need to change the full production uh, the full production chain. And why did I knew that? Because I talked not only with the designer and the marketing people, because I went to the bottling plant and I talked with the engineers and they begged me, please don't change the bottle because this is going to be a nightmare. And I said, fine, I did my analysis. I said, there's absolutely no value in changing the, the bottle right now. So I would let it untouched. And you know what happened? One year after we launched, relaunched this brand, which was a complete success, it started growing very, very fast in the market, both in Mexico and the US. So Coca-Cola came and they bought the brand from our client and they embraced it as their premium sparkling water brand. And what was once a small regional brand in Northern Mexico and South Texas in the US is now being sold in all of North America, parts of South America, and even in Ireland and some parts, other parts of the UK. So this is a brand that I, how can I say it? it was a perfect storm in terms of design, you know, the great client, great timelines, a match of knowledge and creativity and a great team. Of course, all of this with the creative direction of, 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 of my dear, uh, good friend Chema, but as, as a team, the, the results were, were quite satisfactory. Wow. That's such an exciting story. Um, as a, as a true storyteller, as a, master uh, brand creator you 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 laid the entire uh, you know change so beautifully and in fact coming close to home you and your team create powerful brands for geo at geo brand lab my question is how do you ensure there's always a vibrant culture in your team and how do you maintain it well my team uh, I think that as just as I love to talk about Topo Chico, talking about him is something that always makes me very, very proud. Um, when I was defining the profile of the people I wanted in my team, uh, 
I had some very clear objectives, you know. I knew I needed a multidisciplinary, gender and culture diverse team. I need I wanted individuals with a good work ethic, a flawless moral compass, and the disposition to learn new skills and to break paradigms. This is very important for me. Also look for individuals that could work as part of a team that was that were very comfortable leading, but that they were also fine being left, which is by the timelines we use and the kind of work we do and, and because we work directly with the C-suite and the founders of the company, these attributes were just very basic for us. And we, I was also looking for individuals that were able to work in a corporate environment. And this is a very strong point I want to emphasize. Working in a corporate environment is very different than working from an agency. You know, it's, it's not the same to be changing your, your creative challenges every month or every week or having many at the same time, uh, changing clients. Sometimes you don't have a good rapport, or good, good, you don't identify very good with the clients, you know, sometimes as an agency, there are clients that are not a good match for you too. So you can just wait until they are gone and, and get a new one. But in a company, it doesn't work like that. You need a very special profile to work in corporate, corporate environments. If you have working in an agency and you think that coming to the corporate side is easier and it's going to be a walk in the park, you are going to have a very hard wake up call. But if you do come and you fall in love with the brand, like I look in my team members, you, you are going to find here a, a fantastic place where you can develop for many years and learn a lot. You know, I also look for 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 people that that will preferably live already close to the office. We are in Gansoli in Navi, Mumbai, uh, in a fantastic uh, corporate park that is Reliance Corporate Park. And I was I have always think that large commutes are creativity killers. And this is a very sad situation for many designers. I remember I come from Mexico City. I used to do one and a half hours in the bus uh to from from my home to to the office back then and i sometimes these one and a half hours became three hours easily you know sometimes even four hours what can you do with your brain when you have been four hours in a train in a bus in a car and then you have you know that at the end of the day three more hours or two more hours are waiting for you before you can reach home and see your family or have a nice dinner so i look for people in the pool of candidates that were already close to my office, or like I said, that they were willing to relocate to somewhere close. Now, some of the individuals in my team were already in the company. Like for example, Gorov. Gorov Mathur, without whom I can tell you, Rohit, I would be lost and gone long ago. I would have become crazy, you know, with, with, he was in the company long before me. He knew all the nuances of, of the, of, of the workplace, of people, everything. So he has been not only a partner for me in, in the Geo Brand Lab team, but also a very good friend and a teacher in the ways of Indian corporate culture, which I found fantastic now. And I learned very well, I can tell you. Other members. I actively looked for them in synergy with the amazing guys in Indifolio, fantastic creative headhunters in India, you know, very young entrepreneurs. And some of other, some others simply fell from the sky. They were at the right place in the right moment. Now on the interview, when I was talking to them, I promised them two things. 
that there were going to be both awesome and horrible days, probably more of the later, you know, because that's how it, that's how things is in, in the creative world. And this is how it's done in incorporate design. You have both of these things. So I, I promise them you are going to have both, but I will always look after you if you look after the others. So we have been now together for almost two years and we have done amazing things. We have built amazing brands. We have created successful products and suffered terrible things together during this pandemic. I have not seen my team face to face since I believe January of 2020, which for creative teams all around the world and for you, for you will know it very well, it can be devastating in terms of brand building, of team building, but we have stayed together. I, we have had personal losses during, during this pandemic. We have had material losses, but we are still together, you know, and this is also thanks to, to the company we work because this is a company that takes care of the people that works here. And I'm very proud of it, of, of be part of it. So I think this is a great way to create a vibrant culture inside the team to treat them as family. And at least for me, they have been family along these these five years. Well, two years with the Geo Brand Lab team and five years with the Geo family. Wow, that's so much compassion out there. You know, so much love for the team members. I think this is very, very interesting. And Jose, while you are in India next time, um, I surely hope to meet you in person and actually experience uh, the culture myself. That will be fantastic, Rohit. You will be welcome anytime you want. Uh, we will organize. Once we can all come back to office, we we look forward to that. Of course, you will you will have you, we will be delightful of having you there one day as our guest. Great. So moving on further, Jose, connected intelligence is the soul of Geo. As the head of brand design at Geo, how do you ensure that your team embodies this? while creating a new brand? Well, Rohit, collaboration is the key. Connected intelligence covers every process and interaction, internally in our work culture and externally with customers and partners, going from interpersonal relationships to team synergies to artificial intelligence, for example. One team is our motto. So again, a collaboration is a must in order to achieve the goals of a leader brand like Geo. But collaboration, like like you might know, it's a very lovely word. It's something, it's a word that managers love to throw it around at every single opportunity when they talk with the team or the bosses or any stakeholder inside the company. The reality, though, is that achieving it at the level of some of the world's greatest teams, it's a gigantic challenge because collaboration is not something that comes naturally anywhere in the world. And why is this? Because for years, societies all around the world have cultivated the myth of the hero, or what Venice calls the myth of the triumphant individual. It's this myth that blurs the difference between a hero or celebrity and a leader. The age of the great individual was good, you know, was fantastic, but it's gone. The world is now changing so fast that one cannot keep up with everything that it's needed for a brand to succeed. So this is the time not of the great individual, that era is gone. This is the time for the great team. 
This is the time to put the me aside and work towards a common goal. And I am not saying that leaders are no longer needed, but what we need right now are hands-on leaders working along the team in perfect synchrony. I have to tell you, Rohit, that, that those first months at GEO back in 2015, when we were creating and preparing to launch the GEO ecosystem, were the most thrilling, exhausting, and rewarding days of my life. Remember, I had just arrived, yes, I, I arrived in October, in, in October 2015, and we did the soft launch in December 2015. And when I arrived, the brand was a work in progress, let's say. And wherever you look around those days, in any given day, any given time, day or night, what you will see was connected intelligence. It was so clear, you know. You will see the chairman and the interns and the leaders and thousands of people working together, thinking together, eating together, dreaming together, next to each other, always towards a common goal and always using a common tool, connected intelligence. I really get goosebumps remembering those days, and I can only hope that one day I will be as inspiring to my team as our leaders were to us back then. So every time we kickstart a new project, I try to remind my team how important it is to work like one and how lucky we are to be part of this amazing brand that is making history every year. We are already one of India's most loved brands. And just weeks ago, Brand Finance said that Geo is the fifth strongest brand in the world. And one day, we will become one of the world's top 10 most valuable brands. And it's not a matter of if, Rohit, it's when. And I hope that it's going to be very soon. Wow, this is supremely inspiring, Jose, the way you've expressed the entire story, the 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 things um, that you were talking about. I could I could actually visualize it, and I'm sure it must have been a very, very meaningful experience for you. It was. It was Rohit. One that I keep in the in the, in the biggest part of my heart, in my heart, very close to my heart. Interesting. Moving Jose further ahead, what's your design philosophy behind building such powerful brands over the years? Well, obviously, we have a strong brand strategic platform, and this works as the backbone for every brand we create in GeoBrand Lab. There are also Geo's design principles that help us to ensure that every product and service is going to resonate with our customers. But one of the most important things, Rohit, when we create brands is to be sure that we are making them as future-proof future proof as possible. Well, it's actually kind of a wishful thinking, right? Because no brand is 100% future-proof. Now we have roles like futurists and things like that. You, you, you will find LinkedIn full of this new stuff. But the truth is that no one can fully anticipate the future. You know, one of the hard lessons this pandemic is showing us is that you can prepare for many things, but you cannot prepare for all. And this applies to everything from nature to man-made. We are all in the hands of chance. When an asteroid hit the Earth, let's remember, back then, in, in, in the, I think it was the Cretaceous, I'm not sure, but back then when the asteroid hit the Earth, three quarters of all plant and animal life were lost. And the species that survived were those with the strongest ability to adapt. The same applied to brands. I believe that if a brand can adapt, if a brand knows its customers, 
cares for them, creates value for them. And then even if the ecosystem suddenly changes, even if the customer moves, then most probably he's going to take the brand with him or with her. And the brand needs to be ready to evolve, to adapt into this new world, into this new journey of the customer. Now, it's important to say that among this fluidity of the brand, you have to stay true to yourself. The change must be believable. The change must be reasonable. When we talk about fluid brands that can quickly adapt, there are still borders that cannot be crossed because even liquids are subjected to loss. Full personalization is the future of brands, yes, but you have to protect your equities, your identity sacred elements. Branding is not advertising. Branding is not marketing. This is my eternal fight. Everyday fight. Branding is not marketing. Branding do not follow trends. You can grow and mature, of course, and you can change your looks. Just like I do not throw tantrums when I'm hungry or I do not dress today as I did in the 80s, thank God. But you have to stay true to yourself. You cannot change everything or it's going to scare the consumer. The consumer is, not going to long, is no longer going to recognize you. And this is very important. You have to adapt, but you have to adapt in a smart way. I hope this, this answers the question. Hey, did you know Jio is the fastest growing 4G network in the telecommunication field? Incidentally, it is also the fastest growing startup in the world among all, including WhatsApp, Facebook and Skype. Oh, absolutely it does. And uh, what a fantastic way to actually talk about your philosophy and, uh, you know, the thought process behind actually going out there and building successful brands. You know, talking about technology, uh, Jose, as the digital world and consumers gained access to information, the definition of brand has also evolved to represent a broader set of experiences. According to you, how can designers ensure a consistent brand experience across all communication channels? Wow. Well, this is the million rupee question, probably, no? <laughs> you know, we live in an hyper-connected world now and, and you no longer can impose a journey on your customer. You cannot provide a linear brand experience anymore. So full personalization, like I previously said, is the goal and created fluid brand systems that can be configured by the user to fulfill their everyday needs whenever they want, wherever they are, while at the same time creating guidelines that will ensure your team can navigate this ever-changing landscape without getting lost? Well, it's actually a big headache, you know? It's a challenge that we are still solving. It's a challenge that every, every creative team, every creative director, every brand consultants in the world is now trying to solve. Yes, there are already toolbox available. There are already strategies available. And, and we will see, you know, but it will take some years just to know if, if, if anyone got it right, to be honest. This challenge is presenting brand teams around the world with challenge to create something that is completely new. So 
we have knowledge that we have a, that we have used from the past and we are building on the shoulders of of, the, who, of whoever came before us and we are adapting and we are growing our our uh, path you know our journey but but you know longer that the only truth that i have right now i wish i had a more clear answer but the only truth i can tell you right now is that you no longer can do this all by yourself you cannot achieve consistent brand experience all by yourself you need every team in the company you need the client you need the consultant you need the designer you need every team to be part of this business marketing finance ux brand we are all now in the same war room trying to solve this equation so it's exciting right i believe it's a it's a very um, it's a truly amazing time to be a brand designer but if i have the answer to your question no i don't i hope that we will find it. I hope that whatever we are doing right now, working as one team with all the teams across the company is going to them is going to prove in five years or in 10 years that we were right. We have had great results. We are reinventing many things every day and between being lucky and well prepared and having the trust of the company, I think that we are we are doing it right but we will see. Let's have let ask me this question again in five years, Rohit. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, we will we will ensure that for our fifth season we will reconnect with you and uh, you know ask this question again. <laughs> so while we are talking about future and five years from now, could you give us a glimpse of the future of graphic and communication design for the changing technology? is not being less visual it is more about the whole experience i totally agree rohit and but not in a sense where visual communication is being reduced but complemented you know we talk we know that symbols can be both tangible and intangible so a brand is a super symbol that it's made by the sum of many symbols in the past the most relevant symbols in brand communication were the visual symbols, the logo, color, typeface. And then in a smaller role, but one that is growing exponentially since the 90s, we had auditory symbols, mostly in the form of jingles, but also in UI sounds and sound logos. And we will keep expanding the sensorial experience as technology keeps evolving. Sound branding, now essential part in the automotive and telecom businesses. Aroma branding is growing strong in retail and hospitality. And we could say now the same about a taste or a texture. Imagine when you are going to be able to feel a texture on the screen of a smartphone or to smell or to taste something that it's across the world. So it's imperative for every designer to be proactive and stay informed. We have to read specialized blogs, publications, watch global creative and technology events, attend them if you can, and listen to expert podcasts like yours. And keep yourself relevant because in many ways, thanks to technology advances, competition is only going to get tougher. If you allow me, I will I would like to give you a very quick example of what can, might happen if we don't grow fast, if we don't stay relevant. Let's have a look at what the technology advances did to professional photography community. 
specifically the photojournalist. He's basically gone. You know, we used to have back then in, in college a whole semester to learn how to process film photos. Now you just need a good smartphone to get professional grade images. And because you are not limited now to 36 shots or 24 shots, and you can both preview and edit any of 1,000 photos on the same device, the possibility of anyone shooting a beautiful picture is very high. It's no surprise that most newspapers fired the entire photography department sitting new technologies as the main reason. The first commercial camera phone was released in 1999, but from 2000 to 2012, the ranks of photographers and videographers in media houses were trimmed by half. This is scary, right? Technology advancements present these challenges since the Industrial Revolution, so we have to adapt and evolve and keep technology working for us, not the other way, Rohit. Wow, that's truly, truly um, inspirational. In fact, it, it gives a very beautiful outlook into how the future looks. So, Jose, any advice for a 15-year-old yourself at that time? Oh, wow. If I could talk to my 15-year-old self back then, I would definitely tell him to buy Bitcoin in 2009, right? But no, honestly, I will honestly just say thank you. Thank you for messing up so much without quitting. I will not change anything I did as a younger fella as all those things, good or bad, brought me here today, Rohit. But if my 15-year-old self was living at this very moment, in this era, the best advice I would like to say to him would be, don't forget to live. How is the phrase? Life is about the journey, not the destination. Well, so while we are busy in our search for greatness or just making the ends meet, and you are spending more and more hours at work, just don't forget to look after you. Stay healthy. Take your eyes away from the screen. You're going to need your eyes in 20 years, you know. Focus on the now. Enjoy the ride. Great designers feed their talent on beautiful things. Art, nature, food, music. And just like you cannot be a good chef without tasting the food, you cannot create beautiful, engaging experiences if you do not know how they feel like. So maybe in the future, that will be the only thing giving you an advantage against artificial intelligence, for example. So study hard, work hard, but don't forget to live. That will be my advice. Wow, this is really interesting. And while we are talking about the future, coming to my last question, that at Avantika University, we've coined a term called as designering a unique blend of design and engineering. The question that I have for you is, do you think these concepts can converge and meet on the same line? The education that we are providing today, that we are training the future talent on, is this relevant and does it make sense? Totally. I love it. I love the term. You know, Design is already an intrinsical part of engineering. There cannot be an engineering without designing, right? The problem from our side, from the design part, is that the designer rarely sees herself or himself related to an engineer. And for many disciplines of graphic design, that might be true. For example, an illustrator. But at least for brand designers, we are a different breed. 
and we are certainly not artists. An engineer, what it does? An engineer design, builds, and maintain. Well, the same can be said about the brand design. We design brands, we build them, and then we maintain them. This third one probably is the one that companies miss the most. You know, They normally hire a brand designer to design and build a brand, let's say build during the implementation, but they rarely go to this third stage, the maintain. So that's why many identity uh, programs get diluted with, with uh, of time and consistency is lost. But the, I, at least from my very personal point of view, I believe that I am closer to an engineer than a designer. I use science to solve problems. I, I solve very specific problems that are not meant to make me more recognizable or to satisfy an, an internal urge. It, I, my goal in life is to create value for my clients. And for that, I use processes, I use science, I use mathematics, I use soci sociology, I use administration, I use finance, I use design certainly, but not only that. So this engineering is a fantastic term. I love it. Great. Thank you so much, Jose, for validating this and sharing your candid uh, journey, your opinion. I think this was a truly inspiring, uh, candid conversation. I love this interaction, and I'm sure that our listeners will have a lot of learning from this episode. Thank you so much for joining us on Avantika Designering podcast series. Thank you for inviting me, Rohit, and thank you for everyone who, who had the time to listen to me. I hope that we, I, we can get to, to interact soon. Hey there, we hope you enjoyed our show. Do write to us on ads at the rate avantika.edu.in. We look forward to your opinions, feedbacks and suggestions of speakers you would like us to host on this show. Do tune in our channel next week on Wednesday for a new story on Hubhopper or wherever you get your podcast from. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn and Twitter. Twitter.